welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan, and we have Frank Selby, of course, on Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Frank, it's, uh, I was going to say, you know, it's going to be fall, and usually things change, but what we found, Frank, is the people that we talk to, there's always some place you can go. Oh, yeah. And, you know, j- just like the other day, I got two emails at my shop yeah. about carp, so I thought this would be a great time to do that. Yeah. Yeah, we did a month or so ago, we did a little bit of thing about carp, but uh, yeah. I find it interesting, and it's becoming, well, I guess it was... Why don't you tell the story? Well, yeah, the, if you can do it real quick, oldest, real quick. It is the oldest sport fishing for carp known. And it how far back? It started in the Ming Dynasty, and that was the first sport fish that they ever fished for that with was, a hook that, and fly. That was thousands of years ago, right? Yeah. Many thousands. Yeah, wow. and uh, they found a bamboo reel, silk line, and... The flies were made out of silk and bone hook. Wow. Wow. And so they did uh, carp. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. We'll wait until. Well, I don't know. Let's just uh, just tease a little bit. Did uh, uh, the species of carp uh, start in China? I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they uh, did the, uh, the uh, oh, God, my mind went by uh, the beautiful carp. They're all different colors. The koi. Uh, koi. Koi. Yeah. Yeah. koi. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. actually, we still catch a few koi in a lot of lakes because they can get them little, and then they get big, so they just throw them into a pond, and oh. they literally breathe. Oh. oh, interesting. Okay. Well, the other thing that we're going to be talking about today, I want people to pay very close attention. I think we've finalized our details for a trip to uh, Cuba. Now, it seems like almost everybody we talk to wants to go. Um, yeah. Now, the the difference is we, we've got a very little space, but for some reason it's difficult to get our listeners to call in and talk to us. So we're going to, you know what, we're going to, if somebody wants to check with us about going, I'm going to come up with a, uh, a, a, some prizes for anybody that, uh, uh, that sends me an email, john at fishtalkradio.com, to ask about the Cuba trip, and it'll be worth your while. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with you. The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Catch them shallow, I can catch them deep. Muddy water or the back of the creek. Wind and rain to me, it's all the same. I make a living playing this game. And I thank the Lord above every time I can. I get to be a fisherman. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. John Hennigan and Frank Sobey are our other host, and we have another Frank on the line with this. It's going to be very interesting. We've only got a 10-minute segment, so let's see how much information we can get. Uh, we have Frank uh, Villorio. Is that correct, Frank? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, you, uh, we don't have a lot of time to say, hi, how are you? But let's <laughs> jump right into it. First of all, you are, you are located in Elephant Butte, New Mexico, which is where? Elephant Butte, New Mexico is on, off of I-25 between Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Las Cruces, New Mexico. Oh, okay. It's on the, it's on the Rio Grande. Wow, so it is down there. Okay. But you said your elevation is off 4,000 feet. I didn't realize it would be that elevation, high. Elevation is 4,300. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, let's start off talking a little bit about uh, one of your passions, and that is uh, striper fishing. And again, I didn't really think uh, you know stripers being in New Mexico. So let's talk about that for a minute. Okay, yeah, they introduced stripers in our reservoir back in the early 70s. And uh, back then we had a lot of water in this reservoir. And the striper fishing at one time was rated number third in the nation for trophy stripers. Wow. Uh, uh, these stripers are, are, are uh, uh, full-bred stripers. They're not a wiper. Uh, the best season to come down is May and June mm-hmm. to catch the bigger fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, our water level is a little low at this time, but that's okay. Uh, usually, we target the stripers with live bait, bluegills, or threadfin shad. Mm-hmm. But they'll also hit topwater lures, and they will also hit slabs or jigs off the bottom, mm-hmm. depending on where they're at. Okay, and what do you drift boat for them or what? We, we stroll for them. Mm-hmm. 
we do a, a slow troll. Mm-hmm. I got a quick question. How about the walleye? That's what really threw okay, the, me. Okay, the off. walleye fishing, the walleye fishing has been uh, very good throughout the last few years. Uh, typically, uh, our walleye fishing is very good in May, uh, um, um, March, April, May, and June. Now, were they introduced also? Yes, they were introduced into our reservoir. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's and uh, uh, usually uh, we will fish for those fish in uh, when the water temperature is uh, above 56 degrees. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we fish off the bottom for them. And uh, they typically migrate. Uh, they typically migrate up and down the water column throughout the day. Usually at night they'll come up on the bank four feet of water, and then slowly they'll work their way back into maybe ten, fifteen, twenty feet of water. Mm-hmm. Throughout well, our uh, well, where you are, um, you don't get a lot of precipitation, but you definitely have four seasons a year, right? Uh, yes, but very mild. We have a very mild winter here. Mm-hmm. It's Hardly any any snow. We'll get snow around the mountains, hmm. but not down here. Now so it's mo- mostly high desert. Yes, exactly, mm-hmm. high desert. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, uh, we also have another. We have a uh, our our reservoir has is a diversity of uh, game fish in here. We got stripers. We got walleye, white bass. We got a very good crappie population. We got smallmouth, largemouth. We have uh, three kinds of catfish, flathead, hmm. uh, uh, flathead, uh, blues, and channels. Mm-hmm. Our, record, our record striper at this reservoir is 54 pounds. Holy smoke. Our, our record flathead is 79 pounds. Mm-hmm. The now, other thing the, I wanted to ask you about is how's the duck hunting back there? Okay, the duck hunting has been been very, very good. Throughout the last few years, this has been a waterfowl haven uh, for some time now. Now, we're at low water this year, so that means that we've got a lot of millet grass growing throughout the upper part of the lake. And when they shut the dam off, the water level comes back up and covers that millet grass, and that's great habitat oh, for yeah. the waterfowl. Mm-hmm. We got we got uh, mallards, pintails, gadwalls, widgeons, canvasback, redheads. Pintails, uh, I think I mentioned pintails, uh, canvasback, also teal. we got green-winged teal, blue-winged teal. Mm-hmm. And at oh. times we have some uh, cinnamon teal coming through here. Hmm. Yeah. And when you're, uh, when you're after the ducks, um, the, do you, uh, uh, obviously you must use a blind, but I provide a full-service hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a duck boat. I take my clients across the lake. We set out on the bank. Uh, I have layout blinds. I try to conceal my clients and uh, the habitat that we're hunting in. Put out the decoys. I go. We don't hunt out of the boat because it's desert here. I can't really hide that boat. So I go. Yeah. I go stash the boat and then come back into the blind with my clients no. and call the ducks for them. Uh-oh. They're also welcome to call the ducks. Yeah. And if you have a dog, I love. To, I don't have a dog, but. Uh, uh, my clients bring their dogs, and I love watching them work. If you do bring your dog here, I recommend the hunter brings a collapsible blind to put his dog in. Uh, typically, these are open shot over water hunts. Uh, I would want you to bring extended range tubes, four shot, steel, of course. Uh, I have a video on YouTube, Duck Hunting New Mexico. Uh, 
uh, uh, Duck Hunting Paradise in New Mexico is the uh, YouTube video if you'd like to get some uh, views on, on the beautiful desert uh, scenery here. I got clients that come a lot from uh, Louisiana, Arkansas, Philadelphia, New York. The duck hunter likes to travel. Uh, yes, in California, absolutely. You better say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to be in trouble when we get off the air. <laughs> the only, the only uh, thing yeah. we can't do is cast and blast because it's desert. Right. Well, maybe you come at the right time. You can cast and blast. Absolutely. <laughs> there's no. There's no. Oh, I, I, also, during the duck hunt, you can go. We, I got some uh, uh, private property quail hunts. Available, mm. so we can do a mixed uh, duck hunt in the morning, quail hunt in the afternoon. I love duck, that. The, the duck season runs here from uh, late October all the way to the end of January. Quail season runs November the fifteenth through February the fifteenth, and our quail population is very good this year. We have gambles and uh, scale quail. Ooh, oh boy. Uh, one thing, I want to call you back just before quail on the duck season and have you on the air one more time. Sure. And don't forget to mention your prices because you're really inexpensive to a lot of places. Right, right. For, yeah, for the fishing trips, uh, my, my my trips run half day, four to five hours. Uh, one to two persons is three seventy five. Uh, three hmm. persons will be four fifty. Four persons is 600. I provide a 24-foot fishing boat. It's a Triton. It's got a brand-new motor on it now. It's got a 300 horsepower. Holy smokes. four-stroke. Wow. Hey, John. Uh, I provide all your rods and reel, the most productive lures. I clean and package your catch. I have bottled drinking water for you on the boat. Mm-hmm. All you really need to bring is your uh, fishing yeah. license or whatever else you would like to drink. Now, I have 25. I'm celebrating my 25th year this year. As a professional yeah. fishing guide on this reservoir. Congratulations. And I'm excited to tell everybody about it because I still have the passion for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's the good thing about great guides. We ne- we never go away until we watch the grass, the roots grow down at it. There you go. There you go. And, <laughs> that uh, right. just, uh, and uh, that's where I'm at right now. Frank, Frank, oh, well, me too. Frank, <laughs> I, well, I, I want another seven years. I'll be okay. happy. Uh, Frank, well, I, I, there you go. Me also. Frank, i got a couple of quick questions. We've only got uh, less than a minute, but I'll just okay. try and make it real quick. First of all, uh, quail, I thought they usually hung around. On brush and trees. Do you have those there? Oh, we got mesquite bushes here. Okay. And then the we next question is Go that uh, if you don't have a dog with you, how do you guys retrieve your ducks? Oh, I have a boat. You, we usually hunt in, in uh, coves. Oh, I see. And they, they, they'll be around right there. They're not going to go anywhere. Okay. Right. Uh, I got you. So I go out in the boat so you every have to, you know, yeah, yeah, 30 you, minutes or so yeah, and you the duck. Yeah, you shoot them and then go back out and get them. There's, okay. All right. Yeah. Answer uh-huh. that. Yep. And then also, let's give your uh, uh, website away again. Uh, okay. It's pretty simple. I, uh, I, I have two websites. One is the fishing is stripersnewmexico.com. That's S T R I P E R S. N-E-W-M-E-X-I-C-O dot com. StripersNewMexico.com. Uh, right. It's not strippers, and my du- it's stripers. my duck hunting mm-hmm. uh, website is DuckHuntingNewMexico.com. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty All easy. All in lowercase letters. Uh-huh. Hunting. All right, put that in. All well, right. John, we'll have to go. You go fishing, and I'll go hunt. Okay. Well, it looks like we are out of time. We really appreciate that, Frank, and we'd love to come back and see you sometime. We'll bring no, you back. Thank you for calling, Take and this me. is Sportsman's Paradise here in New Mexico. Yeah, this is Fish Hunt Talk Radio. There you go. 
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos Delmar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Delmar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and, of course, Frank Selby. Well, we have a special guest on us today. We have Levi. It's Levi Flood, right? Yes, sir. And, yeah, Levi, well, I'll just take a couple of quick things. He's out of Phoenix, and he fishes for something a little bit unique that's becoming very popular these days. But let's go ahead and bring Levi on. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. And Levi, where are you located? Uh, give us a little bit about your operation and what you do. Yeah, so I'm in Peoria, which is just northwest of uh, Phoenix out here in the desert of Arizona. 
Um, I'm a, uh, we call it a European style carp fisherman. And, uh, I also run a little, um, a guide business where we take people out and kind of introduce them to carp fishing and, uh, show them that there's actually fish out here in the desert and get, uh, <laughs> specialize on getting people on, uh, giant fish, big, a lot bigger than most people are used to catching out in freshwater. Yeah. And, uh, what, uh, what, what waters do you fish? Uh, so uh, we try to stick to wild waters just because, uh, personally, I, I enjoy the beauty of wild waters so more it's, than, it's, uh, it's, like, little urban okay. lakes and right. stuff. So we go out to, uh, like, Apache Lake, uh, Roosevelt Lake, the Salt River. Um, we've got a bunch of little... You don't have to tell here. all your secrets. Yeah. Lots, <laughs> <though>. <laughs> oh, I don't mind. Well, uh, one Luke. question real quick. Yep. Uh What's the biggest carp you've caught there approximately, and was it a young kid or a grown person? So in terms of people I've had out um, on on a tour with Kilt Carp Fishing Tours, um, our biggest to date was, uh, was, uh, and I'm not going to remember his name, but it was a young kid. He was 12 years old, give or take, at 12 or 13. And it was a 28-pound carp that he landed completely solo, no assistance whatsoever, on a big 12-foot-long rod, mind you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, they get a lot bigger. We just uh, it's been a bit of a slower year for us, but uh, I mean, he was. Let me tell you, he was. <laughs> he was pleased with a 28-pounder. I'll bet. Yeah. I'll bet. Yeah. Uh, real, real quickly about the gear. If you said 12 foot, um, they do tend to use a uh, a long rod to be able to cast it out. Is that right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, we use these big long rods, and people a lot of times get intimidated with them um, just because of their size. But they've actually got great play on them. I mean, mm-hmm. you have about the same feel for the fish as you would on a medium action bass rod um now, when but you... the length is just for casting i can get right. about 140 yards with a fair amount of accuracy give now, it i mean you... maybe about 120 wow yeah. yards yes sir yeah. whoa if that's so we use something called pack bait where we'll we'll mush a bunch of uh bait around a hook when mm-hmm. you do that it's a lot less distance yeah um but if We've got all these different methods. We'll mm-hmm. use these dissolving bags. They're called PVA. Mm-hmm. We're using those. We can get get pretty pretty well over a hundred yards with a fair amount of wow. accuracy. Now, do you so do you cast that with one hand or two? Oh, two. It's it's more of a catapult action yes, than a whip. A too, so it's, yeah. it's really okay. unique. Right. Okay. Uh, the uh, one more little question. Uh, okay. What's the best time of year to come over and do fishing with you? Absolutely, by far, is uh, about mid to early March into April. Um, the carp go into spawn mode, in actually in most states, but in Arizona as well, around late April. And before spawn, the females will pack on sometimes 10 to 20% of their body weight. Mm-hmm. And they fight harder. You know, they're eating more. And they're bigger. Um, there was a fish caught in Arizona. Um, it's an unofficial state record. Uh, we actually had two unofficial state records caught by friends of mine, both in the uh, both in the 40s, 40 pound range wow. um, during that time frame. Wow. Yeah. Now the the carp is is interesting. 
uh, fish because it's for so long, well, it's starting to get some respect, but in the United States anyway, for so long it was just considered junk, trash, you see them floating around the docks yep. and nobody could care less. Uh, yep. Matter of fact, you know, some areas they they have a, uh, instead of catch and release, you're not allowed to release them. Yeah, uh, correct. But, uh, it, it, because they're, they've become a nuisance. And, of course, in Europe, it's a whole different world. But you mentioned, what is the name of your guide service? Kilted Carper Fishing Tour. It's a Kilted. bit of a mouthful, but... Uh, All right. Kilted Carper. Say that again. Yep. Carper. Uh, oh, so carp, a, like I the fish. fish yeah. carp, so I'm a carper. Okay. Now, <laughs> I, okay, I got to ask. What's this about the kilt? <laughs> All right, so a little story for you. So I was I was in the Navy for eight years, and I don't remember which port we pulled into, but I essentially got dared uh, to uh, to wear a kilt. They said you won't, so I did because of course I have to at that point. And I put the thing on, or you know, bought one, put the thing on. It's like goodness, it's the most comfortable thing I've ever worn in my life, and it just kind of. Okay, well, I have to ask the question about kilt that nobody seems to know the answer to, or they won't give the answer. What do you wear under your kilt? Well, it depends on the client. (laughs) (laughs) When we're having to wade out in the water, uh, I learned the hard way. It's better to wear something under there because it does tend to float. Oh. Well, Levi, one thing I want to do is I want to thank you for your service, and I want to thank your wife because she's the one that worries all the time. So I want to thank both of you mm-hmm. for well, your I, service. I appreciate that. Would you Would you mind? I actually wanted to weigh in real quick on uh, you had brought up how Carper kind of, well, still are kind of demonized. you mind if I touch on that real quick? Please do. Yeah, so... Like you, like you said, over in the U.K., it's a completely different ball game. If you talk to somebody about bass fishing, they're going to look at you like you're crazy. All they do is fish for carp, and the reason is just nothing in fresh water can touch their power. Um, but over here in the U.S., they, they get a terrible name. People say they, you know, they eat other fish's eggs, which is really not true, that they destroy waterways. And in reality, they're great. They're great for waterways because they help control weeds. Yeah, they suck um, the they, stuff off the bottom. Yep, and they help control stuff like invasive mussels because they're eating them, and they're just, they're great. And also they, they're they a great food source for some of the top predators, apex predators, like um, for us, flathead catfish. Hmm. It's, it's a prevalent food source for them, so having carp actually helps keep stuff in balance. But, uh, yeah, they... They get a really bad name, and it's kind of part of our mission. Um, my business's mission is to help people understand that this is actually a game fish, that they're a ton of fun to catch. They have a lot of value, and we, we put a lot of work in to really respect the fish. We carry medicine for the fish. We have elevated padded cradles that keep them up off the ground to protect their slime coat, um, knotless nets, uh, way slings so that their gills aren't getting pressure when you weigh them. You know, hmm. we weigh them in a sling, hmm. all kinds of stuff. And we try to teach others how to do that as well. Hmm. Now, I'll give you something on a carp and see if you knew this. Do you know okay. that carp are the very first game fish ever fished for with a rod and reel? I did not know that. It what goes year? All the way, it goes back to the first dynasty. And that's when carp became fishable with bone hooks, silk flies, silk line, bamboo reel, bamboo rod. No Whoa, kidding. I did not know yes, that. Look it up. 
Wow. That, oh, somebody says, well, you're not fishing a game fish. Say you're wrong. That was the very first game fish ever fished. Wow. Yep. Well, yep. a bamboo uh, reel, I'd like to see a picture of that. But uh, another, you know, I'm not a carp expert, but from what I understand, uh, carp were originally brought in over, brought over to the United States uh, probably the end of the 1800s, uh, beginning of the 1900s, and it was brought as over as a food source. As a food source, exactly. Yep. Yeah, and, they were. Uh, that was the idea because you know they they do tend to to breed a lot and. Um, they get big and they get big quickly. I mean, a lot of a lot of times you'll see carp putting on a pound or two a year, sometimes more. So they they'll grow quickly. Um, part of the problem is, you know, they were introduced and that's great. But part of this, what we were talking about before, they get a bad name. They've since we've introduced Asian carp, which are a completely different subspecies oh. and are invasive and are killing our waterways. But. Uh, and I don't know what the reason is for, for those getting brought over. Mm-hmm. But. Well, as a food source, I wouldn't think carp would be that great because, you know, there's a lot of It's just they're bony, and I don't people people eat them now, but I guess there's different types. Yeah, but, there's uh, a yeah. ton of different types of uh, mm-hmm. carp, from buffalo mm-hmm. head to, uh, oh. well, actually, you caught one. Uh, one of the kids caught the black and white uh, Koi. Okay. Quite a, All right. Well, yeah, we've the got the black and white koi. Mm-hmm. Well, we, actually, we, buffalo aren't technically in the carp family. We call them buffalo carp, but they're their own thing, buffalo oh, fish. Oh. And same with the uh, oh. people talk about the grass carp. They're actually in the minnow family, hmm. not in the yeah. uh, carp okay. carp. Family. Well, we've got only got about a minute. But uh, okay. uh, Frank was there. Uh, well, first of all, the method. Um, you said that you um, normally fish from the bank. Yes, sir. I don't even own a boat. I'm probably the only fishing guy in the world that doesn't own a boat. Uh, <laughs> I like to say I'm the only fishing guy in the world with a guarantee, too. We uh, we actually guarantee that you catch fish, and if you don't, you get a free trip. Yeah. Now, would you just sit on the bank, throw it way out there, and then and then uh, take a nap? Uh, pretty much. So we got these high-tech alarms. Yeah. Um, get them from a company called New Direction Tackle. Um, the, the spinning reels have what's called a bait runner on it, which is a secondary drag system. Fish can take mm-hmm. line freely. Okay. And uh, and your your website, uh, Levi, we want to make sure we get that in there. Quickly. Uh, yeah, quickly. it's KiltedCarperFishingTours.com. KiltedCarperFishingTours.com. Okay. Got it. Okay, that was exciting. We'll bring you back on. we got more to talk about. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock-absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV. View the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one. All while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have a, a guest that I'm just anxious to be talking to. Uh, we have uh, Captain Phil Thompson, and he's out of the Keys and spends a lot of time in Cuba and has been for many years. So as far as the, the expert, the one that I know, would definitely be, uh, uh, excuse me, Phil Thompson. But uh, we're going to be talking about something very, very exciting right now. Pay very close attention. And uh, let's go ahead and bring Phil in. Uh, Phil Thompson, I know that you're just about ready to leave you back to Cuba tomorrow or the next day, so we just kind of got you in time. But let's yeah, talk. Yeah, we've, we've got a little two-day balling sort of okay. down there for the uh, Hemingway International Yacht Club. It, uh, the two-day what? little two-day Marlin tournament. Oh, Marlin tournament. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, they've got them, don't they? 
Yeah, this and, time of the year, the, the bigger ones are into it. Yeah. So hopefully we'll look on something well, really that's, big. That's why Ernest Hemingway spent so much time down there, because he was, uh, you know, he loved a, a, was a big game fisherman. But and, also, I'm going to go down to Las Salinas, where we're talking about running a trip and do a little bass fishing. This is the time of year. Las Salinas? Um, that's in the mainland or what? Yeah, that's the area of Las Salinas is where um, we're planning our little sojourn in December. Okay. We've got bass fishing. We've got... Uh, Bone, it's the bonefish capital of Cuba, and then the Rio Hatiwanico River is great. Well, let's uh, Phil, first of all let's clarify some things because there's so much uh, confusion, misunderstanding, and you know rumors about Cuba and visiting Cuba in particular. So, would you mind uh, you know putting people straight on the process and what you can and cannot do? Yeah, it's actually. Um, what we're doing is we're not going as tourists. We're going to interact and support the Cuban people. We're going to interact with the Cuban people, which will include some marine biologists, uh, people who aren't really into the aquatic side of it. We'll have a chance to talk with bird specialists, with uh, um, experts on both flora and fauna in the swamp itself, as well as um, the cultural oh. aspect of Havana. And oh. that all falls under the, the legal aspects support the Cuban people. Right. So um, what, to, to explain what he means is that technically, um, you know, the embargo is still on. Um, yeah, and, we're, not, we're not violating the embargo. We're, mm-hmm. by, we're not even violating the travel ban. Mm-hmm. We're not violating anything. Mm-hmm. To violate the embargo, you have to stay at certain hotels and, and do certain services. We've made sure that all of our all of our bookings are totally legal. Mm-hmm. They're the same bookings that are used by Orvis and Yellow Dog and, and large uh, mm-hmm. companies operating in Cuba. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what what the, to, to clarify is that as a tourist, you're not supposed to just show up and say, "Hey, I'm a tourist." But there's so many categories that you can fall into, and they don't really. Uh, uh, check that much. If you're just going to go down there and well, say, we're I, I actually, want to we're interact. actually an organized group. There'll mm-hmm. be an itinerary that'll be posted um, that that satisfies OFAC uh, for what they want. Um, so if anyone ever asks, we'll have a full set, full schedule of events that we've done, mm-hmm. and all of them comply within the rules of traveling to Cuba. Mm-hmm. That's so. It. Where would we see this uh, posted? Uh, well, uh, Frank, in answer to your question, um, we've had just posted up on our just just t- yesterday on our website under uh, Real Fun Fishing Packages. It's right at the top. Now, we're going to have to make some adjustments to it, but we've got about 90% of it there. But uh, why don't we go ahead and let Phil explain. The plan is to go December 1st until the, what of it, seven nights? Or so that would be the 8th, I guess. Uh, uh, seven nights and six. Six, six days, eight, right, seven nights. Right. And, and that uh, includes three days of fishing and then three days in Havana itself. Mm-hmm. So you get to see a tremendous amount of the, of the countryside. For those people who aren't going to be fishing, there's also side trips to San Fuegos, uh, kayaking, snorkeling, mm-hmm. all types of, of right. Um, activities right there on the beach. Or you can just sit under palm trees and, and right. drink mojitos. So, okay. If I wanted to take my wife, she could go uh, touring while I'm fishing. Oh, yeah, yeah. We we um, we definitely um, have set everything up so that everybody has has an op- something of, an option to do. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's and, well. First of all, it's uh, thirty three hundred and fifty dollars, and that's for the complete package. And I'm not saying it's completely all inclusive, but pretty much. I mean, you might want to buy a few meals and stuff on your own, but you know, the transportation, the accommodations, most of your meals, all your gear, uh, everything's all included. Yeah, the accommodations, transportations, all the transfers, um, everything is included except the airfare. Um, you will be responsible. Each individual will be responsible for their own meals in Havana, mm-hmm. with the exception of breakfast, which will be at the guest house. Mm-hmm. But then, oh, okay. um, and then so, it, it displays the um, stay in Playa Larga, which is three nights, three days mm-hmm. and three nights. All meals are provided. Okay, so while you're in Havana, well, you'd probably want to, do, you know, go off on your own anyway for lunch and dinner. Well, that's it. Yeah. You can't. You can't. You know, I'm not going to take try to make a decision for all those people about where they want to eat. Yeah. Because um, there are so many options, and some people want to tour longer. There's great flexibility in our in our little shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Cuba very well. And I know how to get things done. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and the uh, um, and we're going to be staying in. Was it? We have a couple of. Is it one big guest house or two or what? No, we'll all stay in one big guest house in okay. Havana, and then of course we're all staying at a Playa Largo yes. uh, beach resort. And, okay. Um, and then, of course, our first night will be at the Hemingway Bar. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's all right. Going to get everybody um, yeah, yeah, get acquainted everybody, with Cuba. Yeah. Get, um, everybody, get everybody in the place at one time. Now, I will yeah. mention that because of the the uh, the way that it works and uh, logistically, we can only take ten people, and that would include me, Frank, and his wife. And we've, right. got, we've got other people that are, you know, say they're going to go, but then we don't have deposits yet. Of course, we just posted it. But if anybody is interested, um, what I'll do, all you have to do is contact me and um, by email is the easiest. And that's John at FishTalkRadio.com. My name is John, so it's John at FishTalkRadio.com. And just say, hey, I'm interested in Cuba. Make sure you get your contact information in there. And just by contacting me, we've been building up quite a war chest of uh, prizes. And we'll send you something just by contacting me. We'll send you something that will make it well worth your while. Let's put it that way. Because we want to, we got to get this thing moving fast. We've only got a couple of months. Yep, people love Cuba, and mm-hmm. it's a great time to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just before the main the main rush comes in. Things have cooled off, and um, the weather is just usually very Beautiful. very good. And this is, this is the best time for fishing. Now you will need a passport, I assume. So uh-huh. if you don't have one, you can you have plenty of time to get it if you get out there and do it. Um, but uh, if you want to, you know, people, I've been wanting to go to Cuba for years and years. I've heard all the stories, and the more stories I hear, the more I want to go. And apparently Cuba is, um, you know, Castro, there's a lot of things he did wrong, some things he did right. Uh, he was quite a conservationist from what you tell me. Absolutely. Uh, He's got, well, the Zapata Estuary, where we're going is one of is probably the pristine, the largest estuary conservation area in the Caribbean, mm-hmm. and it has to be right at the top as the most pristine. Right. It's just non-polluted whatsoever. Well, and of course, the, I, I have to say, from what also I learned from you, is that part of the reason it's so pristine is he built these huge hundreds of thousands of acres of preserves, but he was the only one allowed to use them. Well, in some instances that was true, and then, uh, but not later on. Most of the areas he had plenty of his he had plenty plenty of his own playground areas, 
Uh, but this area where we're going, Playa, Playa Heron, which is the Bay of Pigs as we know it, uh, he had his favorite house was at the mouth of that bay. Mm-hmm. And that's why to this day, you still can't, except for the for the Cuban Coast Guard, you won't see a power boat in that bay. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see the fishermen sail out in the morning or row out in the morning. They row along the beach, catch the bait, and row out, and then they sail in on the afternoon breeze, mm-hmm. like going back in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, there's just so many reasons. The culture, the... And, again, you know, what he... Uh, he did a lot of things, you know, that were very, um, well, just cruel, but, you know, subjugated, subjugated the, uh, the the people that lived there. But everything's right. so different. I mean, their, their education level, I think, is the highest in the world. Um, but a teacher, everything is paid for by the government, you know, as far as your uh, housing and food, which is very basic. But, you know, the teachers make, what, 150 bucks a month? And a doctor? No, they make, they make like 30 a month. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and, Doctors and, make like 45 now. Oh, my gosh. Well, well I'm, the I'm, thing about it is you've got a first, first world people living in a third world country. Yeah. And it's, so it's a, it's, a, it's a very, it's the irony that of Cuba is... Uh, it's very hard to find a population that is the kind of poor they are that is or can, as contented as they are. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure that uh, in recent history, things of capitalism has become to uh, um, become, you know, uh, intertwined where people are going off and they're doing their own enterprises. Well, it's also it's also the safest destination in but in the Caribbean by far and probably. Oh, yes, it would be, wouldn't it? just non-existent, especially the tourists. Right, right. Well, what are you going to do? Get in an inner tube to try to escape? I don't think so. Yeah. Well, not that, but they're just, <laughs> yeah. their network is so so yeah. well-developed. I mean, they know if someone commits a crime, they know who to go. It, it's like the old um, <laughs> adage from the um, Casablanca movie, Casablanca, uh-huh. round up the usual suspects. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Well, yeah. Phil, we're going to have to, we're gonna have to take a break. But hopefully you can stick around for a few more minutes for the last segment. That uh, well, let's talk some more about that trip, and we'll go over the itinerary. And uh, so uh, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and go to the website and listen to the show. The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. 
You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and Frank Selby, and we have Captain Phil Thompson, who is a good friend and a true expert on fishing in Cuba. Uh, he lives in the Keys, and he spends, uh, what, about a third of your time over there, Phil? I spend more than that now, about two-thirds of my time. <laughs> okay, there. all right. Well, I'm glad we got you. But uh, what we're talking about is Phil has put together a package trip for Real Fun Adventures. And it's uh, December first. The price is thirty three fifty. And what I would like to do is, you know, we've got hundreds and hundreds of thousands of listeners, but people just don't get around to, you know, following up or giving us a call. They enjoy the show, but they don't call up and say, "Hey, let me do that." So what I'm going to do, anybody that uh, wants to send me an email, and that's John J O H N at Fish Talk Radio. Three words. Fish Talk Radio. John at fishtalkradio.com. And just indicate that you're interested in getting more information about Cuba. I've got a war chest of uh, prizes from our sponsors. It's getting too big. So I'm going to start giving some of the stuff away. And I guarantee you it'll be worth your while. It's not like some 2 or $3 item. So we'll, you know, we'll let, let us know what you're looking for, and I'll see what I can come up with for you. And all you have to do is contact me. But uh, for some reason, we have a pr- problem with people listening and then not following through. So it's time to follow through. So send an email to John, J-O-H-N, at fishtalkradio.com, and indicate that you want some information about Cuba. And give us a shipping address, and we'll take good care of you. Now... Frank or Phil, give go through a day by day itinerary of our trip starting December first. Well, we arrived December the first in Havana. Uh, check into what we call the our Cuban versions of bread and back bread and breakfasts. Breakfasts. They are um, they are really the very high standard. Uh, we'll all be staying in one one house. We'll have a pool. Um, there'll be people for you know serving breakfast and they're twenty four seven. 
uh, depending on what time everybody gets together, we'll um, head over to the Hemingway Yacht Club and have some cocktails and dinner. Um, maybe if anybody wants to go see a show, that's a very, very real option uh, in Havana that night. And the next day, we'll set off in two vintage cars and we'll see Havana, uh, Memorial Castle, Hemingway's House, uh, the Museum of the Revolution, the Capitol Building, all of the, the beautiful sights of uh, Havana Viejo, which is absolutely gorgeous. Havana Vieja. And um, then on the third day, we'll. Um, uh, head down and once again in two vintage cars to Vignales where the tobacco's grown and where these big spears, limestone spears, stick out of the valley. It's an incredible sight, full of old Indian caves and artifacts, and it's just an unbelievable trip. Then the day four, we get up early in the morning, we head down to the estuary of Zapata, Sinigal Zapata, where the fishermen will embark either on bass fishing, river fishing for tarpon snook, or bone fishing on the flats for bonefish uh, permit and tarpon. People who learn angling will have a variety of activities to do, from kayaking to birding to uh, tour of Cien Fuegos, uh, tour of the crocodile farms. There's just a multitude of activities going on down there. Or they can just chill out in, in the hammock under the palm tree at the beach, drinking mojitos. Uh, there'll be three days of fishing, and then uh, day seven, we wake up early and head to Havana Airport, make flight of, uh, flight connections, and um, hopefully there'll be a week of unbelievable memories. Right. No, that sounds fantastic. I'll make a quick mention. Orvis uh, puts trips together, and they're twice the price of what Frank's put together. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, like, it's an identical trip. Right. Yeah, so it is, you know, it's not cheap, but uh, it's not something you're going to, you know, it's, it's something you've been probably wanting to do for decades. So get on and do it. The time is short. We took a long time to get it organized. But you can go to fishtalkradio.com and look under uh, Real Fun Adventures and under Packages. It's right on the front for more information. But the best thing to do is get in touch with us. Uh, uh, email john at fishtalkradio.com and then go to the website, fishtalkradio.com. Uh, Phil, thank you very much, and I'm certainly looking forward to it. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Frank. Yeah. All right. All right. You, uh, this is Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com and uh, uh, check us out. Listen to the show on the front page. 